Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Hello, Angie. What's going on? Hello, Paul. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. And welcome back, everybody, to The Missing Piece. Before we get started, you can hang out with us. We have a new sweet link tree set up. So go to missingpeacepodcast.com and you can see everything there. You can see the link to join our free Facebook group. We do a ton of free training every week. There's a link to this podcast. So you can check out old episodes. There is a link to our anti-diet 12-week course. There's a link to our strength training programs. The whole deal. So we are up in with the 21st century with our link tree. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. And everything is in one place at missingpeacepodcast.com. So, Ange, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about fitness today. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing a lot of nutrition, mindset, you know, that sort of stuff lately. And I think it's just good to riff on fitness because that's you know what we got to dance with the one that brung you i was what they say yeah mm-hmm. i was gonna say we gotta go back to our roots <laughs> go back to our roots that, that's how, how this whole thing started yeah how it all started so um specifically i guess if we're looking at you know from from the perspective of missing piece the missing piece i think i see a lot of frustration around is having the wrong roadmap, having the wrong roadmap. So, I mean, if we look at like, Hey, this is, I want to get something, right? This is what I want. We, we got to start with like knowing what we want. We have to find a roadmap to get there. And then we have to be willing to follow that roadmap. I'm going to focus on number two today because a lot of people are following the wrong roadmap. And this for people who, are already lean, who are in pretty good shape, there's this perception that at the gym, they're judging you. So, you know what I mean? So um, if somebody's new to the gym, they're, they're intimidated by people who are already in shape and they are, um, maybe it keeps them out of the weight room. It keeps them, you know, uh, they, they want to go at different times. So it's not crowded, that sort of thing. And I'm here to tell you, like, nobody's intimidated or nobody, or, I'm sorry, nobody's judging. Nobody's paying attention. To yeah, they're just pretty, pretty much anything outside what they're doing themselves. Yes, except for me. And I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm judging, but when I go to big public gyms, I'm paying attention because I just want to see what's going on. We're Be, curious. We're curious because for, for years and years and years, um, obviously, we, we had our own gym. So I was kind of, we were on our own island. I just didn't really know what like the general public did in workouts. I only knew what We didn't know what was going out all around us. And so, you know, especially like when I became friends with Dan, who was a trainer at Lifetime and stuff like that, I would go over to Lifetime and work out. And I would literally just look around and be curious and and, and literally not judgmentally. But sometimes it would break my heart. It would, sometimes it would break my heart when I would see, (laughs) you would see people just sweating, keeping their heart rate high, doing, you know, high repetition plyometrics, pounding away in an elliptical and not getting anywhere. And, you know, again, this is a complete stranger. So I'm not going to like butt in and be like, Hey, did you know you're doing that wrong? But it breaks your heart because you know that they're putting in an exorbitant amount of effort. 
You That's know that, what I was going to say. They're putting in so much time and energy and mm-hmm. discipline, and they're trying to be patient to get the results. Yes. And yeah, you just and it's not and it's not going to happen. You know, it's not going to happen that way. And so it's like, man, <laughs> you just hate to see people waste their time. You hate to you hate to see people spin on their wheels because here's the thing: we've all been there. Yep, I've wasted plenty of time. Um, you know, doing stupid programs, doing stupid diet plans, doing, I mean, doing the, stupid the, business models. The call just before this, I talked about how I'd hit that elliptical like crazy and mm-hmm. I'd go to different group classes, never actually getting the results I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just touched on that. You I did. was on the road. Yeah. You did. That's right. I was on the wrong roadmap for what I wanted. For what you wanted. For yeah, what I wanted. exactly right. And so <clears throat> what what I want to point out is that it's it's not always, it's not always what you think it looks like to get somewhere, you know? And so with, with exercise in particular, I hate to distill it down to just being so super simple because I spent, you know, whatever, 10 years, 12 years as a professional studying program design and stuff like that. But it is that simple when it comes to actual fitness, right? So if you, if you're in the, if you're taking care of what you need to take care of it on the nutrition front, that's, what's going to lead to the loss of body fat. And then if you want to look fit, all you have to do is put on muscle. And that comes down to like some compound movements, push-ups, squats, lunges, rows, and that's it. You'll look really, really fit. And if you and can, then you just do that over and over <laughs> and, and over. Yeah. yeah. And you can advance those and you could you could advance those, you know, from lunges to, to barbell deadlifts and you can get really strong and that will keep you mentally engaged. Plus it's super empowering to get strong. And you could go from, you know, push ups to bench presses and there's all sorts of ways to progress it, but and to keep it a little fresh, a little it, exciting, yeah. but it's not this Instagram worthy, um, sweat sesh that people think it is. And if you look at the people in the gym who have already achieved, you know, what you're trying to do, they're resting in between sets. You know, they're doing a hard set and they're resting it. So it's not that the workout isn't intense. It's that the intensity is really singularly focused. So I'm going to go and I'm going to do my set. And it's got to be a hard set. Well, like this morning, I was doing the inclined bench. Yeah. And you and I had to share plates now because we only <laughs> have a few smaller tree plates. And yeah. I needed a good four minutes of rest for my incline bench press because mm-hmm. the amount that I was doing for me, it was tough. And I wasn't ready neurologically to come back to a set for at least three minutes plus. Mm-hmm. But if somebody would have seen me, I was just kind of floating around <laughs> just, our garage. Just kind of chilling. Yeah, right? just chilling. And yeah, and that's Maybe it. going in the house and putting a dish away and doing yeah. random stuff. <laughs> Well, it's it's funny. Like I had a client once who was in excellent, excellent cardiovascular shape. They wanted to get in on the strength training stuff. So I put, you know, we did the strength training workout and, you know, I put it together. It was probably like, it was probably like 20 total sets, you know, in a workout. And, you know, she was like, how, okay. I knocked it out in like 15 minutes. It's too, I remember it's too easy. And I was like, it's not too easy. You just didn't try hard enough. And, and, and I, I didn't say that. I should take that back because it's not this person put in effort. She was a worker. So I shouldn't say she didn't try hard enough because that's not true. The intensity of the weights wasn't enough to actually elicit a change. Right. Because, and she didn't understand she, right. that yet. So I was like, so, I was, you know, we broke it down. I'm like, well, 20 minutes, you know, you rest two and a half or three minutes between sets. You're already over an hour. And you told me you had an hour 15 to work out or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, I mean, I just 
I rested like 30 seconds between sets. And I was like, okay, well there, there's the issue. Like we got to crank, you gotta, you gotta put the intensity up on the weights, you know, so that you can't do (laughs) another set in 30 seconds, you know? And anyway, that's a really common misconception is that like, keep like keeping my heart rate elevated and do more, 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 do more, more, more. And it's, and it's really what it actually looks like is what it actually looks like is doing a hard set, resting two to three minutes and doing another hard set and doing like maybe 10 to 15 sets, uh, a workout. And then your cardio is walking. And that will get you like, I'm telling you that will get you in like everybody's jealousy or physique shape. Right. I was just going to say, because you're talking about the roadmap <laughs> mm-hmm. to like make your body yeah. look jacked or lean mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, your physique to be popping. Right. To get, yeah, exactly right. And so you got to realize that <clears throat> that doesn't mean that's the end all be all. That's one specific roadmap. And I, you know, I've got to say, you know, how many, what percentage of our clients come, come work with us to get a physique like that to get a beach body physique, right? Most of them. That, that's really what most people they in want general to be, they want to be lean. They want to look fit. And that's really what it looks like to get there. And I would say it look, it's like an athletic look, mm-hmm. right? You just, yeah. you don't want to just be fit. You want to look fit. And you mm-hmm. think of an athlete, like that's what most people come to us looking for. Totally. Like, they don't care how big their muscles are, but they at least want it to look like they're putting in some effort. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, I mean, that's a specific roadmap. That's like, you know, you can focus on it because the workouts aren't actually that long. You know, um, the person I was talking about, like we did a lot of sets with her. Most people don't need that many sets. And, you know, the workouts are like 45 minutes to 45 minutes to an hour, maybe strength training. Your cardio is walking and you do that and you'll have that. That's the roadmap. Now, some people say, well, what if I want X? What if I want Y? What if I want Z? You know, which could be. Yeah, give an example for that. Uh, well, okay. So this fall, I was I was doing the half marathon training plan. You know, and so obviously I'm not going to do just walking <laughs> when I'm trying to build up to run a half marathon faster. You know, and so that entailed running, and probably more slow running than most people think. A lot of the running was slow. No, oh, yeah, and we can do a whole call or podcast. We, we can do a whole that. podcast on that. Um, but, you know, a lot of base running mixed with some interval stuff and, you know, just getting the miles in. And so at that point, that's a different roadmap. Now my physique's on the back burner. So there's this misconception that like a whole bunch of cardio is what you need to do to get a good physique. No, I mean, I'm here to tell you in terms of like aesthetics, yes. my physique took a back. See, I was okay with that. You know what I mean? Like, everything's always changing. Everything's always dynamic. Like not, it's not like you attain the physique and you just hold it forever. And that's the end game. It can be, but I yeah, if you're like me, I just work physique yeah. all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I mean, I'm going to have other stuff that I want to do. So I wanted to push myself athletically with this run stuff. And, and I did a little bit and that was, it was fine. So now I'm running, you know, three days a week, lifting three days a week. And the lifting then was completely different because, you know, I've got some, a, my priority's not on the lifting anymore. Now the priority's on the running. I've got some built up fatigue from it, so my you know my strength is going to go down because I'm not lifting as heavy because my legs are tired. Um, my whole body's tired, to be honest with you. And all I'm really doing in the gym is enough physique to hang on to some muscle and you know be ready to hit it hard when when that program was over, which is 
about now. <laughs> so, yeah. now so now I'm back to doing my physique training. I do zero cardio at the moment because I'm really, really just soft with old age and <laughs> I don't want to be outside when it's super cold and gray. So I'm lifting five days a week. Uh, I walk a little bit on the treadmill maybe, but, um, you know, that's just it. And I really don't do any cardio. (laughs) You you walk a lot. You get your steps in. I was going to say, what I mean by that is most women, when they start talking to me, they think that I'm doing a bunch of HIIT training. Right. Yes. That's the misconception. Right. A bunch of plyometric stuff. And, And I'm really not. I'm just lifting with intensity, like you said, to get my heart rate up, recovering enough, which I think is another big piece of the roadmap is people Mm -hmm. don't allow their bodies to recover and they don't get the results they want. So we can get into that later. But no, like my cardio, it is something that I want to do. And that is walking and it's for my recovery. It's for my mental peace. And then I just lift really hard and heavy to have my physique. Yeah, that's my roadmap. That, yeah, that's the roadmap. So there's a lot of frustration. But if you're doing hit and you're doing it because it gives you an endorphin rush and it makes you feel good mm-hmm. and you love it, great. That's your roadmap. But if your roadmap is what we are talking about is to change your body composition to make it a tighter version of you, then you have to have the right strategy in place. Yeah, for well, that. the roadmap's got an end game. So if your end game is stress relieving, is endorphin rush, is you know entertainment. Yeah, then go cool. out and do whatever you want. <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly right. Go, go do it. Yeah. Um, and I'm certain, like, I'm, I'm not the workout police. This is, this is something that you got to do for you to add to your quality of life. The whole point, I guess, of the, of the podcast was making sure that what you're doing is directed towards the end result that you want. So, exactly. you know what I mean? And it's just, you hate to see people waste time and energy thinking that interval training or Tabata, which is, you know, whatever, like thinking that that's a fat loss key. Like it's not, you know, or they think that if they train for a marathon, it's a big fat loss key. Oh man. I shouldn't even have said it. Yeah. It's going to take you down a, well, it's, it's it's just heartbreaking. It is. It's just heartbreaking because it's like, you know, by the end of that training, you're putting in, God, I don't know, 30 miles a week. Right. I, mean, I have no, like, I, I have never done that myself, but it's hours and hours and hours and miles and miles and miles. And the fact of the matter is like the, if you follow somebody like, like Nick bear is a great example. You follow him on YouTube. He does endurance stuff and, um, and lifting. So when he's doing his endurance stuff, he's doing it really strategically and working twice as hard because he's working out twice a day because he's doing all this lifting and all this to keep his physique. And he's famous because he's able to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's famous because he's actually succeeding at it. Right. And he wouldn't he wouldn't be such an anomaly if everybody got a good physique from endurance training. They don't. That's why it's an anomaly. It take it, it takes, puts a big hit on your aesthetics. So, um, you know, it's. I'm all for endurance training. Actually, I love it. It's it's something I enjoy. It's something that is kind of zen to me. It's something that I think is important for mental toughness. But if you hate it and you don't enjoy it, then it it's not the right fit. It's not the right yeah. strategy. For Go what take you're the looking. dog for a walk. That's all yeah. you got to do. Like, because I've tried. How many times have I tried a running program? 
I you just, know, just can't, not your thing. I just, it's not my thing. I can't get mm-hmm. into it. And it might be partly because I grew up a soccer player. So I was more of that interval training, mm-hmm. you know, type brain. And I liked the fast sprints and, and the long recovery. And, you know, I could go out and train my runs like that, but I just find it to be more peaceful to be walking. Yeah, totally. And that's what works. Yeah, absolutely. So if somebody, you know, was looking for the roadmap to build more muscle, how many sets per week would they need? How many times per week? Yeah, well, let's start. Well, let's go total body. Yeah, I would say you definitely just, just start total body. Yep. Um, I would just start total body three days a week. And you could do, if you did three to five sets, so you're going to look at push-pull. You know, upper body pushing, upper body pulling, and lower body work. So, so a pushing example could a pushing be example, push up, push up, overhead press, overhead press, bench press. Right, your pulls can be lawnmower rows, lat pull downs, pull ups. Yep, any sort of rowing machine, and then your lower body can be any sort of lunge, squat. I mean, deadlift is technically a pulling exercise. So let's just say squats and lunges for lower body split squats. That those sort of family. If you do three to five sets per muscle group per workout, that's probably good. What rep range would you put people in? So the rep range is really, really broad. It's really, really broad. Um, Don't go lower than six. If you go lower than six, you're really getting more into strength adaptations and not really putting on muscle. If you go much higher than 30, you're you're really getting more to the endurance side of things and not really the muscle building side of things. So between six and 30 reps, like what, okay. So what does that even mean? Here's the caveat. They have to be really, really hard sets. Like you could, you could only do one more. Right. If you, so, if you had to. Yeah. For example, if we have someone that's working out at home right now, mm-hmm. right. Cause yeah, the gym just, is no, it's closed great, it's and they example. have so, fixed weight. Mm-hmm. Look, like I have so one I lady I'm coaching right now who mm-hmm. she has very small weights for her. And right. so she has to stay on the higher rep range. Right. Let's say, for example, for her flat bench press that she's doing dumbbell bench press. And in order for her to get up to that intensity, and we always say, hey, on a scale of eight to ten, like it should feel like pretty hard. You have two reps left in the tank. scale one to ten. What did I say? It's OK. Scale one to ten. It should feel like an eight. You want to be around an eight. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. so she has to go way above like 15 reps to get into that. Right. you know, intensity level that I want her to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and that's, I'm glad you brought that up because there's, especially when we switch to home workouts with COVID and stuff, you know, so just so you guys know, I often put people around eight, 10, 12 reps, something like that. Yeah. I think for most, you know, of us because if you go above 12, I mean, it just gets boring. You're just sitting there doing a bunch of reps. You go, you know, you go lower than 10, lower than eight. A lot of people, they're not quite yet. They're, they're not there yet. yet strength the wise to really understand how to do that. So, you know, that's about where we, where we end up is eight, 10, 12 reps, something like that. And Especially so, if you're lunging and you have to do like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to do 30 lunges. Oh, it's terrible. And so, you know, when we made this switch though, to, to home workouts, you know, we, I had to address this a couple times, you know, I don't know where your weight falls in every single exercise. So make sure that if I put eight to 12, like, don't let that 12 limit you. Right. Do, do, do the reps you've got to do to make that set hard. If you do that, you're fine. You know? Yep. So three days total body. Mm-hmm. You said three to five hard sets per, per muscle group. Per muscle group, right? And the muscle groups are lower body and then pushing, pulling. And then you could do, uh, you know, it was called accessory work. So 
bicep curls, that sort of thing, tricep kickbacks. I think you're good. That's it. Yeah. You know, spend the rest of your time and energy enjoying yourself, preparing food, <laughs> going on going on walks, you know, do those workouts every other day and you're good to go. How do you progress it week to week? Well, I mean, the, the progression is going to be built in naturally because you're going to be, as you get stronger, you'll be able to do more reps with the same weight or, um, you know, or if, if you get to the top end of that rep window, you don't have to go all the way up to 30, but like, let's say you start with a weight and you do, you do it for sets of 10 and all of a sudden a couple of weeks in, you're doing multiple sets of 12 or 13, 14, 15, you can go ahead and bump that weight up, start back over at eight, nine, 10 reps and just kind of go like that. It's literally not rocket science, but it's, it's a roadmap that is way underestimated. You can, there's so much runway here mm -hmm. to, to build an amazing physique and not only build amazing physique, you get stronger by the way, like you will get stronger. You'll look stronger. You'll be more confident. You will have an appreciable amount of muscle, especially if you've never lifted before. Life will be good. And you'll have time and you, and you won't dread your workouts. They're fun. Yeah, they're fun. They're, you're not like, oh my gosh, I'm about to go for 45 minutes where I have to quote unquote, keep my heart rate up. Oh, hold myself accountable. Yeah. I need the group environment to do right, that. Right. But then it's cool. Like when you do get someone who has been in those group classes and they start to just become competitive with themselves right? and they start to understand like, okay, a little bit of autonomy. That's not a bad thing, right? Like I get to be in my own headspace. I have my program. All I have to do is go and execute it. Right. And I just have to progressively get better over time. And that's where you're starting to compete with yourself mm -hmm. and you get hungry for it. That's right. I think, there's, that's how I became the little meathead. That's right. And there's no, there's, I don't, I don't think there's any area of life where self-autonomy is a bad thing. Oh. You know, like being, being self-driven and aut autonomous. I mean, it's always going to be a good thing. Yeah. So maybe there's a lesson there too. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. So roadmap for fitness is just know what you want the end result to be. Know, know what you want. Yeah. Know what you want, and then, <clears throat> and it's okay if that changes over time too. Yeah, because you might not always be in the physique. You might want to do some endurance stuff. You might actually really want to test your strength and build up some some one or two or three rep maxes in, in the big lifts and the deadlifts, the squat, the bench press. That's cool too. You may get really into calisthenics. You may get really into gymnastics. Like, there's a wide world of oh my fitness. Gosh, out there. I forgot we did the gymnastics body program. And you say we? Only one of us took it serious. Me. <laughs> yeah what sure. i do go back to i don't know that you did it for more than a week i know i really did put a lot of those movements in mm, okay i never made it to a handstand but yeah <laughs> maybe you remember this differently anyway the point is the point is fitness should be fun you know it, it's it's definitely you know if you go back to surviving versus thriving you don't have to work out you know you will you will not die if you don't work out so if you, if it at any point becomes a drag, then I would, I would, I would investigate that. I would see why is it becoming a drag? Because this is something that's supposed to be adding to the quality of your life. This is supposed to be leaving you energized. I mean, obviously you're spending physical energy, but it should, be, it should leave your spirit energized. You should be excited about it. And if it's not that, I might investigate switching gears, Yeah, you know? And seeing and seeing what really lights you up, and it's a wide world out there. 
I mean, because you and I are pretty excited the night before when we talk about <laughs> what our workout's going to be in the morning. It's true. It's true. I mean, I'm planning it out. And I, we're setting the timer for the alarm for 5 a.m. Yeah, laying, we're laying the clothes out. Yeah, we're having some Nick Bear pre-work. Pre-workout, yeah, right yeah. You know, um, I go out there, I fire up the garage heater, map out my workout in my little journal while while the garage warms up. Like it's it's fun. It's literally it's literally my hobby. It is more fun to us now than watching a Netflix show. Like yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and what I why I say that is we always say, hey, like if it's just like reading a good book or watching a Netflix show mm-hmm. where you just get so lost in it and you just cannot wait for the next chapter or the next like show in that se- like sequel or whatever that's how working out for us is like mm-hmm. we're just so pumped about it yeah yeah you know it, it, it's funny because um it's funny because for a while um with this is kind of a tangential topic but like with my reading i would i was very like single-minded like i have to read this book start to finish before i read another one and um and then i would get books that were dogs that didn't interest me but I would force myself to read them, you know? So that's how many hours of my life after I've decided this isn't doing it for me right now, you know, four or five, another six, seven hours, depending on the, the book to finish it just because I was forcing myself to, cause I thought that whatever, it was going to make me smarter. There's some end I wanted to get out of it. And now, as you know, you know, the last year or so, maybe I read, I don't know, maybe four or five books at a time. You know, I only do it if it's fun. And if it, if it stops being fun, I'll just go pick up another book that is calling to me. And sometimes I go back to the one that slowed down and having a refreshed perspective, I pick it up and I tear through it and I finish it. Sometimes I don't. But either way, is okay, you know? Yep. Yeah. What was the point? It should be fun. All this stuff. It should be. All this stuff is adding to the quality of your life. And if, you, if it gets to the point where it's a total drag, time to reinvestigate how you're approaching it. Yeah. You know? Cool. I think that's it. I think that's it. That's that's the roadmap. Um, you know, you want a beach body and you never lifted before, three days a week, walk in between. That's literally all you have to do. You could get into some four-day upper lower splits. There's a bunch of stuff you could do. But let's And keep- we can cover cardio, endurance, aerobic training, and a different one. That's it. Cool, gang. All right. Then we will catch you next time.